Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. We now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Counter Show. It's the Mike Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Uh, in the studio with us, Jeff, I'm not going to lie. I say this all the time. You're one of my favorite people. I love oh, having thanks, you on the show man. so much that I didn't want you to come on today. When Eric <laughs> called me and he said, I have Jeff Dye here. We're going to come on the show tomorrow. I go, don't make him do that. It's such a far drive. No. But I'm happy that you did it, man. Yeah. I, 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 I see you. I hate waking up early. Yeah. But that's everybody. Tell me about it. It's not like I'm going to, you know, be enjoying waking up at 11 either. <laughs> just getting up sucks. And so I was like, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. As long, I told him, as long as I, we get coffee, then I'm yeah, good. Yeah, that's how I am, that's too. That's the trade. Uh, and by the way, if people are always like, when you do mornings for a while, you kind of get used to it. I'm going on uh, 30-something years, never get used to it. Every morning I wake up and I go, this sucks. This absolutely <laughs> sucks. You know what's funny is I, I didn't drink for like a month. And I was like, oh, I'm going to feel so good in the morning. Mm. And then I was like, man, I've been really giving alcohol a hard time. <laughs> like, like yeah. I've been, it's just hard to wake up. Yeah. There's nothing to do with the booze. No. Well, and, and I also find out, I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm probably a lot older than you, but we play in a band and sometimes during the band, we cut loose, drink tequila shots yeah. and stuff. And next day I prepare for the worst. And as I get older, my hangovers disappear. Like yeah. I wake up and I'm like, I'm not even hungover. This is great. I feel the exact same way. My but body's used to it. It's just that just waking up is going to be hard. No matter whether you're sober or if you're drunk or whatever. It's yeah. just mornings are tough. Jeff is going to be at Visani Comedy Theater t- tonight through the weekend. Great club, great people out there, and uh, great comedy. And it's weird because... They do bring in great comedians, but also on a Wednesday, you could see a guy doing a Tom Jones uh, <laughs> sing along yeah. thing. Yeah, tribute, yeah. Um, so, but no, seriously, great place for comedy and uh, good, great, food, you know, great food, too. Good food. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. Most people say uh, this club has good food, not this club specifically, but they'll be like, oh, it's a good club, good food, too. And the food stinks. You get popcorn and no. a handful of uh, pretzel Potato bites. Skin. This is a real restaurant restaurant. Yeah, I don't know why they care so much about the food. Yeah. <laughs> My boss is going, you got to try the scallops. I'm yeah. going, what do you? T- this is a comedy club. It's good though. It's a good but yeah, time. it's amazing. I think it has the uh, top best food in out of any comedy club. Uh, I'll give you that. Yeah, hilarities is up there, and off the hook. Uh, special shout out to those guys for their food. Also. Yeah, if you want to get uh, seafood, sure, they're great. Uh, now, what is your deal? I, I feel like. In the years to come, Jimmy Fallon will uh, eventually retire, and uh, why? You're going to take over that show? Um, I don't think NBC would book me at all on that for that thing. They're so cowardly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why Jimmy Fallon works, because he's basically doing a children's program at 1 a.m. <laughs> Every time I tune in, it's like Jimmy Fallon playing like karaoke with a Muppet or like playing some stupid game with Selena Gomez. You know, you're like, mad. what is happening? Yeah, I'm not mad at those things, but I never watched. Like, I used to watch Letterman every night. I would tape it. I would watch it the next day. Since I was in eighth grade, I yeah. couldn't care less about late night talk shows. Not saying they're not bad. or they're not. Also, just, the unbelievable acting of uh, we have whoever's on and we're going to have her sing in the uh, style of yeah. this and do that. And, oh, my God, I can't believe it. 
just do it how we rehearsed it. Yeah, it's so dumb. Like, if anybody believes that that's happening on the spot, you're ridiculous. I didn't used to care about it, but, like, I now I'm like, give me some edge. Yeah, yeah like, something, say something. I, um, I watched you on Fox News, though, mm-hmm. on... Uh, what, they, what was it, the the roundtable thing that they Gut, do? Gutfield. Gutfeld, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it this Monday. Are you yeah, really? Yeah, I mean, they, he's been so great to me. He's like, if you lived in New York, I'd put you on every day. He is, uh, it's weird because, I don't know if you know this, but you were, are you a Howard fan at all, Howard Stern? I'm not. Okay, so I grew up in New York as a Howard fan, and uh, years ago, uh, I want to say maybe it was James Corden or something, they were doing something at night, and then he said, you got to stop doing the same old Thing at night, it's going to get old. The same old white guy being a host of a, right. a show modeled after Johnny Carson, and they were like, "Well, what would you do?" And he goes, "You know, I'd give a show Greg Gutfeld." And we we interviewed Gutfeld after that before he took off, and he said, "I was listening that day, and when he said that, I, I was blown away because we don't have a relationship. I don't know where it came from." So they gave Gutfeld. I, I have to say, I, I think I think people listen. To what uh, you know, what uh, what the world is saying, they give Gutfeld a show. They tell him less news, more funny, roundtable it up, and he's b- killing it at night. What I like about him too is when I do the show, yeah, he lets me do whatever I want. Right there, like I'll say things sometimes that aren't right leaning. No, and they're just like they laugh. Yeah, like but if I if if I said anything that was like left or sorry uh, right leaning on. NBC or like CNN, they would like clutch yeah, their pearls. Yeah. They'd be like, "Can you believe what he said?" You know, but like, like Fox is so good about. They it. don't want nobody wants to watch a circle jerk. If you get everybody on, they're all saying the same thing. It's not. It it's becomes not the view. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, um, I, I love the fact that they that Fox, even with all the stuff that they've been through in the past, there's still like no shortage of hot chicks on that show. Oh yeah, they're, they're constantly bringing in gorgeous women to which be on is, TV. It's proof is in the pudding, man. We like looking at that. Yeah. it works. Listen, I've been telling you this. Straight as an arrow, married 20 years. But if I'm watching porn, I don't want the guy to be ugly either. I want a guy in good shape. I, I just don't want to see his face or head. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like. I don't like when they cut to him and he's like really enjoying it. It's like, don't no, show me that. Yeah. I like a, I like a faceless, like it's just a body Shoulders and down, then like yeah. a beautiful woman. Yeah. 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 Speaking of beautiful women, still single? Single in and up, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, it's been I, great. I, 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 sometimes we've talked to you and you've had girlfriends and I don't, I, I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, not fun. No, yeah. not at, not when you're a good-looking young successful guy. Why ruin that? Yeah, well, also just like I had one that I was like, this is worth it. All the other ones, the second we broke up, I went, ah, mm. thank God it's over. Was it the recent one that you liked? Um, yeah, yeah, the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was the best. I don't know. I don't. Uh, we get a lot of like Dane Cook puts his relationship out there on Instagram, and then uh, we had him on the show, and they were like, the only thing that they ask, don't ask him about his girlfriend. Why? So the first thing I said was, how do you put her all over Instagram? He had a good answer. The one thing about Dane is he's never shied away from questions. I said to him, how do you put your girlfriend out there on Instagram every day, and then expect me not to ask about it? And he goes, here's why. He goes, I love her. I'm proud of her. I'm happy to talk about her. But some people are dicks. And they make her feel bad, and it's my fault, and I feel the guilt of that. And I was like, right, yeah, but I then they, they're it. probably doing that on Instagram too, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But I guess you know, I don't know. I guess yeah. you could turn those comments off. I I just met him. I want. I think I just met him for the first time this last weekend. I went to L.A. for uh, Bert's movie premiere. Oh yeah, and he was there. And I have really said some interesting things to him on the show. <laughs> the last time we were on the oh. show, and I, <laughs> it was brutal. Oh, well, I, to who? Today, oh okay. Okay, so let me tell you the first time. The first time we had him on, <laughs> Steve Byrne was like, um, 
Dane Cook actually got mad at me. They had the same Barry Katz was their manager, and he's like, I, my special came out, and Dane Cook called Barry Katz and said that I stole his essence. Right. You're right. And Remember this. And then Kyle Cease was wearing a Red Sox hat in the comedy store or Laugh Factory or whatever, and Dane said, no Red Sox stuff. I'm the I'm the Boston. I'm the Red Sox guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then there was something else. What was the third thing that was from that conversation? They were, and I so I said to him, I said, Dane, when you become famous like you've become in the amount of time, people start to turn against you. I go, I'm going to tell you things that I've heard about you, and you tell me whether they're true. I like that. And he was like, all true. He goes, that comic came out. He was doing my moves. He was doing my thing. And he goes, and I felt like he was stealing my presentation. You know. And I was yeah. like, what? And he's like, and, and I never mentioned Kyle Cease. I said, there's a, a comic that said nobody else is allowed to wear Red Sox gear. And he goes, let me tell you something. If Kyle Cease can't take a joke. Like, <laughs> ah, that's great. I didn't, I didn't say his name. You know who does all the Dane Cook's mannerisms? Who? Eliza Schlesinger. Oh, yeah. That's Every, true. like, thing. Yeah. Like, she t- like, she's, the way she holds the mic, like, everything. But nobody ever calls women out for doing, like, if you're just doing... Uh, uh, the other genders yeah. things, then then nobody notices. That's true. Uh, she's the female Dane Cook. They let they let that fly. Well, they won't even like make that, that comparison. No, no, yeah. yeah. Or there's a woman named uh, Taylor Tomlinson, yeah. and she started in San Diego, very talented uh, comedian. But there's also a comic in San Diego that was a guy named Zoltan, yeah. who's now moved to New York. But when you watch Taylor Tomlinson, you're like, oh, that's Zoltan. Like she's doing it's Zoltan. Doing like yeah, yeah it's yeah. just. It's it's not like stealing or anything necessarily, but it's just like they started at the same, you know, they were in the same town and like she was very. It's weird because when you're around people enough, he came, when Galvin came here, he came out with some, he, he would tell us stories and phrases. He would say, um, he goes, what are we doing tonight? Let's get loose. And then we were all get loose for a while. Where we're like, all right, we're getting loose. You just pick up mannerisms. Oh, from being 100%. Around people yeah. Happens. I do it all the time. I mean, there are parts of my act where you'll go. Oh, that had like a norm rhythm to it. Yeah, because well, I'm very influenced. into like norm. Yeah, like yeah. I'm like a mix of all the guys I like. But yeah. like, there's ter- there's times where you'll oh he's been watching Norm lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I get, like I just can't get it out of my mouth. Uh, and then the last time we had Dana, I asked him what would happen to his face. Like, oh, what do what you got oh, going that's on your face? Funny. <laughs> he said it, and everybody in the room, with shoulders like, went up. Like, ah! <laughs> I I don't I'm not I don't like to bring guests on the show to fight with them. I, right. I feel it's rude. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. But I cannot also just see something and not say something about it. And he had, and again, he had another. What was the answer? He said he took um, steroid growth hormones for a movie, and he's like, you know, it's growing my muscles, it's also growing my head and my face and everything else because I never recovered from it. And I'll tell you, up close is not nearly as bad as it looks sometimes on on camera. But also, the guy's got fillers in his face. People get old; they don't want to get old. Did he say that he has fillers? No, but uh, I think it was pretty evident. You know, I don't understand, and maybe I'm not the great guy to talk about this. But like, there's no shame in aging. No, yeah, but yeah, of course you're not a good guy to talk about it. How how old are you? Forty. Yeah, forty. You, you're still handsome. You'll probably grow old, handsome. So yeah, shut up. Well, you're not, thank you. I got butthole eyes. No, and, you, but uh, like, but we like you, so we don't care. I don't. care. In fact, if 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 you started doing those things, then we would go. But this isn't the Celta we know. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like the fighting of aging is what we always criticize. Like we like we're noticing you fight against it. Yeah. Hey, we always say guys that don't tell you their age. If you're like, how old are you? And they're like, oh, you yeah. know, don't worry. You're like. 
What? What is that? Meatloaf did that to us. And he somebody and I go, you know, we got Google. We can <laughs> yeah. look it up right. too. That happened last night on stage. Oh, really? The host, uh, Fritz, is a comedian from Tampa, and nice kid. He said, uh, he said, how old are you? Like, turning, because there was a birthday in the crowd. And the guy goes, let's not talk about it. And uh. it's like, but you're a guy. Right. Like, that's, only, that's only like, only women have that trope about like, no. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of I, a weird thing. I don't, I've gotten offers for hair replacement and all sorts of stuff. My best friend, one of my best friends is a, plastic surgeon a really good plastic surgeon i don't want to do anything if, if my wife you don't want a nice set of boobs or anything i would like to take away the ones that i have <laughs> if my wife said to me um you know like I, I i thought about shaving my head if she said yeah shave it i'd be like okay Cause she's yeah. the only one that has to look at me every day well that's really know? nice yeah. yeah that's it i um yeah i don't i can't imagine any of that stuff even women like i see them and i'm like just just age i saw a movie with helen hunt the other day yeah and she just looked insane yeah, it, they, you don't look. Nobody's being fooled. Well, it doesn't work. You look like an alien version of yeah. what you what, we, what you looked like before. It'd be wow. different if they came out of these things and they looked younger. I would yeah. go, hey, I get that. <laughs> they come out looking the same as all the other women that do the same thing. It's kind of unusual. Uh, I follow Jeff Dye on social media, uh, and you can do the same thing. It's D Y E, and Jeff had uh, what? Ha- so I put up a logo for uh, a Mike Heldes show Pride logo. Oh yeah, I was listening on Just the way a rainbow, in. The- like kind of sticker. Yeah, and and you know, there's always one or two guys that lose their minds. Always yeah. guys. And although this time there was a woman involved too, but it's mostly guys. And I don't care. You put up something the other day that I reposted and people loved, and it's hilarious. What's that? You, your thing said. If Lizzo is so beautiful, yeah, how yeah. come you can't tell a girl she looks like Lizzo? Yeah, it started like a little bit of a movement uh-huh. because uh, Donald Trump Jr. reposted it. Oh, did he? But yeah. he posted my image with it, my name, yeah, tagged yeah. me oh, in oh, it, oh, like oh. Uh, the whole thing. And so I woke up to like 200 texts. They're like, you did it, dude. Donald yeah. Trump Jr., <laughs> bud. And I was like, oh, all right. Um, but then now people are literally – I'm, I'm, I'm going to do like a video of me going around – you know, just complimenting women, saying, "Oh my God, you look so pretty. You look like uh, Dylan Mulvaney." Yeah. <laughs> and then if it's like a bigger black lady, I'll say, "Oh my God, yeah. you look so pretty. You look like Lizzo." And just see the reactions we get. Right. But um, people have been doing it like since I posted that. I I read it and I thought that's hilarious and it's true. And we he we say it all the time. You know, what it started with was precious. Right. Precious. Everybody was like that beautiful girl. She's not beautiful. No. And and not. I mean, look, you can be fat and pretty. Right. But she is not beautiful. She looks like her face was sunk in. She's a great actress, but yeah. beautiful is not a word we need I think to that's use. what gets lost in even my tweet is that, um, is that like, listen, I can't say enough good things about Lizzo. Yeah. She's talented. Yeah. She's confident. She's really funny. She's endearing. She's, she's, there's so many good things about her. Right. We like she's just Lizzo. not hot. Like, yeah. That's all. That's all I'm saying is like, you can't make me say she's hot. I don't no. find her. She's not hot. No right. one thinks she's hot. You, and she, Lizzo will wear a two-piece bathing suit with her boobs and belly yeah. all hanging out, and you're like, good for her, man. Yeah, it doesn't bother I, me at all. It doesn't bother me either. But don't make me have to lie to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the part that I don't like. It's like, I call it double-clicking. Uh-huh. So, like, my friends, they always go, you're double-clicking, aren't you? Because, like, I, I like having these kind of, like, conversations. And it's like, like, like for, like, trans, for example, right? Yeah. Like, let's say you say to me, Jeff, I believe that um, a biological man who identifies as a woman is a woman. Right. So, okay, let's, and then I double click on this. Let's say your brother comes to Christmas and his, and his, his date is like a, clearly a biological male wearing a dress, identifies as a woman. That when they leave, you're not gossiping about uh, that with course. the rest of your family? Of course. 
You're yeah. so good and open-minded that you just go, yeah, that's a woman. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Shut up. I'll tell you where I stand on it. I'm open-minded to where I don't care. You want to wear a dress that makes you happy. Yeah. You, you're going to get maybe 75, 80 years. Put on a goddamn dress. Do I whatever you want, yeah. Right. I, I, I don't. They're so funny because you can't. I'm in for all the common sense things, and I'm out for all the for all the mean stuff. Like I went to uh, L.A. this weekend, and in the airport there was all gender bathroom. Oh yeah, and I was like, I'm going in there. I went in there. <laughs> I I uh, peed. I washed my hands. Nothing else happened. It was not as exciting as I hoped it would be. Yeah, there was no guy standing up at the urinal in a dress. It was just, <laughs> but but yet people feel safe that they have a place that they can go. If they are transgender, and why well, I don't understand what it makes people so mad about it, just go on with your goddamn life. Yeah, it's um, I think that people change is tough, you know. Like so, like a long time ago, they did this like survey. It's in uh, Tim Urban's book. They did like this survey about like interracial couples, mm-hmm. and a hundred percent of the people that took the survey were like, "Absolutely not," yeah. including all the black people were like, "We're not dating white people." Yeah, and like, no. it was like it was like, a, and then it became socially normal. Yeah, and I think that that like things take time to become socially normal, and they're just doing too much too fast. So it's yeah. like like gay was like gay took a long time. Gay did take a long time. Gay, it's it's uncomfortable because you're not used to it. Yeah. And then when you realize it has nothing to do with you, I mean, when I was a kid and they started talking about gay adoption, I was like, I don't know, because then you put those two dudes right. with a kid and they got another young boy, like because they have you believe in that gay people are just out to molest everybody. <laughs> yeah. right. Then when you realize that these kids are getting wonderful homes and it just happens and two to be parents, two which is yeah, rare. That's rare. I mean, that's good, right? I'm like, how could you, you know? And I do a lot of things, a lot of charity work with people who've aged out of the foster care system and these kids who have no parents i'm like if you could find a good home for them who cares it's there i don't know but i just don't understand why people get so mad at the same time if i'm in the store and i see a transgender guy uh, a woman that's a guy that's dressed like a woman and he didn't put enough effort into it i gotta call it out if you have hairy shoulders <laughs> yeah what's no, going on yeah here? you're not what's doing, your idea of a woman here yeah you're not putting it you're not putting enough effort in. <laughs> if you expect me to believe like it. a hat <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, well, see you guys later yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. a, where's the beef yeah. <laughs> uh i will say this is something that's a new like political topic has anyone asked these drag queens if they want to dance for kids <laughs> like i know a bad gig when i see it yeah, you know what right. i'm saying like like i, I imagine the, like the drag queens in the back they're like all right we got a full house there's like 40 kids out there and they're like what <laughs> yeah i was gonna twerk and right, right i was what do you mean i was gonna do my pole dance on a crucifix what do you mean there's kids out there <laughs> did they peer through the curtains and go oh good we got we got eighth graders here tonight. <laughs> yeah. if my own boss told me tonight like hey dude there's a bunch of kids out there we're starting in 15 minutes i go no 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 no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what are you talking playing. about for my act so funny so funny <laughs> so weird uh if you're just joining us this is jeff die jeff is going to be at visani comedy theater in port charlotte anywhere within the uh, Port Charlotte area, the Fort Myers area, the uh, uh, Sarasota area, it's worth the drive over there to check it out and see Jeff. Why, how's your dad, Terry Bradshaw, doing? He's good. Yeah. Pops is uh, living large, feeling good. Now, why? Now, uh, having seen a little bit of his reality show and the relationship that yeah. you and Terry have, he has not pulled you aside and said, why don't you marry one of my hot daughters? I was on one of his... Um one of the episodes, and it never made it on, which was very weird to uh, me. But uh, I think it was because they're like, well, how do we explain this? You know, like, yeah, yeah. Now this guy's on the show. Uh, yeah. um, but uh, his, both of his daughters are married. Oh. Yeah, Rachel just got married, and uh, Aaron's been married from before I was uh, even around. Right. That's so good. Yeah. I just said that that would be a perfect. Might ruin our friendship, too, me and TB. You think so? Yeah, because what if something goes wrong? 
And then I'm, now I'm leaving his daughter or something. Or you it's know. true. I had a I had a guy tell me one time, Anthony Telford. He was a, a major league baseball player. We were in a golf tournament together, and my daughter was just born. And he has daughters. So he had a hot daughter, and and we we're talking about boyfriends. And he goes, "You want to know what the worst part is? It's not her having a boyfriend. It's when she finally gets one that you like, oh, and yeah. then they break up. And you're like, well, I like that kid. I, yeah. I don't get to I don't get to see that guy anymore.' I had that happen with my first girlfriend. Her parents were awesome, and her yeah. parents like loved me. And like then. Uh, we ended up breaking up. Not on my. She broke up with me. Like uh-huh. it was like this terrible whatever. And I would still see them. They'd come into like Red Robin where I was like a waiter. <laughs> Yum. And they'd be like, "We miss you so much." And I was like, "Yeah, like I was nice to your daughter. Like, was a good guy." The new boyfriend, not so cool. Yeah, they gossip yeah. about it to me. And stuff. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I never. I, I look. I'm not looking forward to the. My daughter's only ten, so. Yeah, you got plenty of time. Oh God, it's it's torture. If she comes home with a guy like you. Like a young, good-looking guy, I'd be like, "All right, cool." I don't want her to come home with. Uh, I don't want her to come home with gangster. I don't want her to oh, come yeah. home with pants below the ass. And I'm the white kid, black kid. I I don't want to see any of that stuff. I'm not sure if I should share this story or not, but I'm gonna. Oh please. Um, I was on the show called "I Can Do That," uh-huh. and um, we're doing this like thing with the cowgirls. The, or the cowboys dancers. I, don't oh, know yeah, what yeah. I think they're called the cowgirls. And um, I kept making all these like terrible. Or not, they were funny, but they were like insensitive jokes because uh-huh. I hate the cowboys. So I just kept being like, man, I haven't seen uh, anyone, you know, dance around like that in a cowboy skirt since Tony Romo. Like I was just like doing all these like little dumb things. Right. And they kept going, hey, none of that's going to play. And I was like, well, I'm a Seahawks fan. I don't care. Yeah, I hate yeah, the cowboys. Yeah. And then um, Sierra pulls me aside and she goes, oh, you, you're like, you're really a Seahawks fan? I go, yeah, I was born and raised in Seattle, big Seahawks fan. She goes, oh, okay. And then I didn't think anything of it. And then the next day she goes, hey, come to my green room. And at NBC, that's like a big, you don't do that. They, right. have, they have men and the women like on separate levels uh-huh. even because they don't want any of that kind of. And so I was like, what? And I, I'll just see you outside. And she's mm-hmm. like, she's like, no, 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 come to my green room. So then I was like, this is weird, but whatever. So I go to her green room. Is I not part of you on the way to the thing? You'll be like, I'm totally going to bang here. No. No. Okay. Just because like she's so proper. Right. And like there was, de- there was never any thought of that so I, I go i knock on the door and then she opens it a little bit she goes are you alone and i was like what is happening yeah. here like this is so unlike you yeah and she goes you'll see you'll see so i come in and she has this russell wilson standing there he's just hanging out there and i was like did you do this just for me yeah, like yeah, i couldn't yeah, like yeah, understand yeah. like i thought she was still with future and all this different stuff they were like secretly dating at the uh, time so i got to meet russ i became friends with him he gave me my his phone number that's like how i met russell wilson um trying to think why i'm telling this story no it, it's okay because you made me think of another story you also um hung out with beyonce yeah well i met her i got to hang out there for like 15 minutes wait what were we talking about right before the father's was... daughter's dating oh that's it yeah so then because they're dating in secret uh sierra's dad was on set all the time and he was like he was like this old southern black guy like so cool just like you know the old church suits yeah. you know just like a like cool like guy and he was like we could during that time we were pretty friendly and he was like he's like oh buddy we've been through the rappers we've been through the we went through the futures we did the little bow wows we got a russell wilson he was like so happy because finally russ is like a good church guy he's like he makes money he's like he doesn't cheat like he's like such a good guy and he just kept being like we got a russell wilson he was like just so happy that his daughter is with an honorable man second best thing to uh like my son played football for a little while, and he was pretty good. So in my head, I'm like, all right, so we're going to go to all the NFL games. Yeah. Uh, but then I then I went through the, what if he gets hurt? Imagine he got paralyzed in practice. It's always better if if my daughter was just dating a football player. I could yeah. now Way better. that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Holy cow. 
I remember you you met uh, Beyonce at a Halloween party, right? Yeah, we were, and that was also Sierra's story. It was Sierra's surprise birthday party. Ah, okay. And um, and so we, it was like a everyone was there. It was crazy. Yeah. And so Beyonce, do you want me to tell the story? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I'm just in line with to get drinks, and uh, my buddy Justin like nudges me, and he goes like, and we're like early to the party, and I guess you're not supposed to show up early. Is Beyonce to in line to yeah, get a drink? She's in line to get a drink. Make Beyonce wait in line. Yeah, I mean, right. so she's behind us, and it's also it's like you know a small bar because it's yeah. like this like little private party, and there's like you know probably three or four people in line, and she's just behind. My buddy nudges me. I look back, and I'm like, oh my god, and I turn and I go, oh, I like your costume. And she's like, oh thanks. Uh, she goes, I like your costume, and I was like, oh thank you very much. And then I go because she's dressed as Storm, but she did the whole thing. The contacts the right. i mean i mean her costume was crazy and you were you weren't you also an x-man i was a punisher because Pun- oh, everyone was yeah. supposed to come superhero themed i picked the guy that you know guns yeah, so that's yeah. a good superpower isn't right. it? Yeah. <laughs> so when you can really be yeah, just two yeah. ak's like that's a pretty cool superpower so then um so then i said or i was like can i tell you something she goes yeah she goes i go i was always i was nervous when i people be here and i didn't know if you guys would like phone it in or you'd think you're too cool to dress up this is awesome and she was like oh my god thank you so much she goes i love costumes i don't know she's like showing me things on her phone like she was just so like really regular and nice and we kind of just small talked from there she's like how do you know sierra and we're like i'm gonna show blah blah and then by the time it was my turn to get to the line i order my drink and i turn around and i i say uh hey do you mind if i take a photo with you and she like looked around like she wanted to like say no and then she goes you know what yeah, that's okay. Yeah. And I got the only picture I remember of you, the whole I, party. I, totally, I think about that all the time. Yeah. Years ago, you told me this story. And I think about it all the time about you asking her to take her photo and her saying, like, she she wanted to, but she didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, she was I, like, I don't, I don't want to start, like, a thing yeah. where I'm taking pictures. And then she's like, but, like, you're nice. I think that's another thing about, like, sincerity. I'll tell you a good Leonardo DiCaprio story. Actually. Yeah, let's, too late. You're already into it. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. So he's, he's not listening. When I first moved to L.A., if you saw the way I looked, you would you'd be like, this guy shouldn't get in anywhere. Why? What was the? I had no, you know, I don't even have great fashion sense now. Oh, but so Ben no was like, yeah, I had like baggy jeans with holes in it, like uh-huh. chucks, and then like a shirt that's too small for me right. for some reason, right. and then like long crazy hair that looked good if I wore a hat. I had like the baseball flow. Yeah. But like if I took my hat off, it would just looked terrible. Okay. And so um, I'm hanging out with this girl. She's a model. She's like, a, you know, six foot, just really pretty model. She goes, let's go to this club, and I was like, I don't like clubs. Like yeah. I like a dive bar or like an Irish pub or something. I don't want. I don't fit in in those places. Yeah. I go look at me, and she goes, she goes, no, you're coming with me, so it won't matter. And I was like, yeah, but like, there's, st- I'm still gonna look like this once we get in there, you know. And I was like, that just feel weird. They're gonna make fun of me or something. And she's like, no, no, let's 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 go. So we go, and sure enough, door guy's like, he can't come in here. Oh. Like that. <laughs> and then she's like, well, he's with me, and I know the owner, and also he's on a TV show right now called Last Comic Standing. Like he's like mm-hmm. he just moved to LA. So after like going through this real, you had to qualify to get into the yeah. club. Oh, yeah, it was I terrible, like... and it was so uncomfortable. Yeah, and so I just do it because her. You know? yeah, yeah. Like that's anytime I've sold out, it's because of hot chicken. Right, right, right. So uh, we go in, and the second we go in. um I look over and Leonardo DiCaprio's there. Yeah. And he's like in this little VIP area with like 10 beautiful women. And in my mind, I was like, how does it, no one care? Like that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Right, right. They're not grouping around him. Everyone's playing yeah. cool. Like, no, who cares? I was like, I care. Yeah. This guy, he's the, he's the best. 
dude should have won an Oscar for like what's eating Gilbert Grape. Like I was yep. like, this guy's so good. And I, and then she goes, oh my god, don't be that guy. <laughs> don't embarrass me. Right. And I was like, what? Why are you acting like you're better than Leonardo DiCaprio? And she's like, please, just just order some drinks. I'll be back. She Chill goes to the bathroom. Yeah. And she goes to the bathroom. It's my first like week in L.A. I walk right up to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> while, like, he's yeah. The, while he's at the table with all <laughs> yeah. these girls, I walked right up to him. I go, hey, dude. I'm like a comedian that just moved to L.A. I think you're amazing. I just want to let you know that. And he was like, oh, thanks. And you could see that he was even like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah. So like, he kind of shakes my hand. He's like trying to figure me out. Yeah. And then he goes, you want to have a drink with us? Oh, no way. And I go, sure. So I walk up to the little area. And he introduces me to all the girls. And all the girls couldn't care less. Like, they're just like, who's, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're being polite because whatever. And then they go back to their conversations. So now I'm just sitting up there with 10 girls that are ignoring me. And Leonardo DiCaprio went right back to his conversation with the girl he's sitting by. And then I pour myself, like, an orange <laughs> juice and, like, a tequila there. Because little table's yeah. there. And, um... And then my girl, the girl that I was with, she comes back and she goes to the bar where I was, and she looks at me. She's like, "What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing?" And I was like, "Leo." And so she goes, "So I come, I come back, and uh, we just have some drinks. About an hour goes by, and this is the part of the story that I hesitated to tell. Um, They're leaving, and he comes up to me. And he goes, hey, man, it was really nice meeting you. Welcome to L.A. If you want to come back, we're, we're going to just go to my house. Shut up. And, uh, and I would have looked at that girl and been like, later. I know. I yeah. should have. What scared me is he goes, I don't know if you do blow. And that scared me because like, I've never heard anyone offer me drugs. And I've also like, I just was like, oh, is this how it happens? You move to L.A. And all of a sudden you're blowing Leonardo DiCaprio. You know what I mean? You know, so I was like, oh, good. So that, and I just go, oh, no, thank you. But uh, it was so nice to meet you. He was like, I think he like smelled my sincerity like he was just like this is just a guy who wants to tell me he but appreciates also, my work think about this okay you go into a room if you're looking for a, uh, another male friend in yeah. general it's gonna sound gay but you right. want to be friends with the good-looking guy who looks like he's at your level like like if uh like me and my best friend my two best friends are my buddy pete and bobby kelly we're all the same person yeah you know what I i'm saying bobby, yeah. yeah we're all the same person we all like the same things really you want to be friends with people like you leo sees this guy knew how to act around 10 girls he was cool to me but didn't kiss my ass too hard right and the girls like him too, so he fits in my. You were of his caliber. That's an, yeah. That's a good way to look. At it. I mean, yeah. I just remember thinking and he could have been. He could have been. <laughs> yeah, but he could have been like such a jerk about it. Yeah. And I just think there's like a there's like a a way to deal with celebrities. Like I didn't immediately go Beyonce. Can I have a photo? It was like yeah, waited and then like felt it out and like she was super nice and I was like I think this would be appropriate to ask now. And yeah. I didn't ask Leo for his shoe. Right, I didn't go right, hey oh man can I you know will you sign this? I didn't ask him for a selfie. It was just. Like, I just wanted to shake his hand and go, "You're what you do rules." And like, I like the way you're living. There's like, a scene in The Godfather where uh, Tom Hagen has to go and deal with the studio head to try and get this movie for Johnny Fontaine. And they go and they have a conversation, and the studio head is very annoyed by him and very rude. And he's very calm. And before he leaves, he says, "By the way, I really admire your movies." And then he leaves. And I thought, that's all. Sometimes I want to say to celebrities. If I ever met Clint Eastwood, I don't know what I'd say. It has to say, I'd really admire your movies. You know, that's, the, yeah. that, that's just it. Simple. Simple. And also, out. think about it. Like, you're a, a rich, successful, like, f great guy. F to get you to walk over just to say you, like, appreciate what someone else does. Yeah. 
that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I, I never mean to anybody in public when they come tell me like they like my stuff. Like even when he was like, hey, man, I, I show my girlfriend your reels or whatever. Yeah. Like it means something. I'm like, man, it's like a man to man. Like Sometimes a girl's just saying it because she wants to like, you know, flirt or whatever. Right, right, right. But like when a man says it, you're like, dude, this that's that means a lot. Yeah, that, I, it's true. It's true because you got to break down a guy's ego for him to go and. Yeah. And and uh, bow to another guy to say to unless take you're the an time. athlete, they're so sick of it. It's true. <laughs> they're like, bring the hot girls over. Why is it always yeah. guys going? I remember when you played at Vandy. You know, yeah. was stop game. giving me my stats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Jeff Dye in the studio with us. Jeff is going to be at Vasani Comedy Theater this weekend. Uh, and are you with anybody that you know? Uh, my best friend is opening for me. Uh, Who is your best friend? Josh Nelson, very funny comedian from San Josh Diego. Nelson. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah, super sweet guy. It, uh, all right, Josh Nelson, Jeff Dye, uh, at Vasani. You can get tickets at VasaniComedyTheater.com. Uh, Jeff is a very funny comedian, and he's single, ladies. So yeah. let's make the best out of let's it. Do it dude. Yeah, you can. You can. Uh, we've gotten a lot of uh, good bad trouble out in Port Charlotte. It's fun. Every I once love in a while. Port Charlotte. What a great little area. Oh, dude, tell me you didn't go through the same thing that we did the first time we ever went there. We pulled up and we're like, Jesus Christ, it looks like medieval times. What are we doing in here? Oh, at the- <laughs> and then you go in there and you're like, people are great. The, the venue is great. The food's as good as they said it was. Yeah. And everything works out. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a fun time. When we all the little bars there. around there, too, like, I guess it's a technically. Punta Gorda, Punta Gorda, yeah, is where I'm staying. Like staying, uh, and like all those little bars. The second you walk in, everyone's looking at you like, "What? Like, why are you?" And I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like, go into like this place, and everyone's like trying to figure out who you are. But like, it has like this like fun. I don't know, like beach. So vibe. Yeah, that's the thing. The waters over there. Uh, do this tomorrow on your drive from Punta Gorda to Port Charlotte from the hotel, which I assume I know what hotel you're staying at if you're in Punta Gorda. From, from the hotel to the club in the day. Count how many massage parlors there are on the way. Really? Bobby Kelly and I, uh, you would think that we'd be out there trying to go to Jack Shack's, but where do we <laughs> go to Target and TJ Maxx? And we're, we're just two fat guys shopping. But um, we drove looking for a mall or whatever and down the main strip, and I swear to God, we counted like 62 massage really? places. It was unbelievable. I thought, how many guys... I mean, for all of those places to stay open, there must be yeah. some serious action going on. Are they there. the good ones? Or, or I don't think any of them are good. <laughs> I think it's all the same formula. Some Japanese woman that was kidnapped 30 years yeah, ago, yeah. it's like, whatever, I'm here now, let me just do it. You know what's funny? is This is uh, this story is compromising, but I, I don't care. The um, I've always heard about these like places, like you know, the yeah. happy endings, these mm. massage bars. I've heard that my whole life. And so then I like did this. Uh, we did the show Better Late Than Ever, you know. And I I'm on the show with Terry Bradshaw, William Shatner, Henry Winkler, and George Foreman, uh-huh. and they all had like a plus one, which cost the network tons of money, right? Because now it's two first class tickets right, to right. Thailand, and like, you know, it's it's a lot. And so <laughs> I didn't get plus it. Plus one on a TV show. Oh, it's great. amazing, and then a travel show at mm. that because they're like their wives aren't going to let them be gone for months, like traveling. Yeah. Or whatever. So, anyways. That because they didn't have a plus one for me in my contract and I was supposed to have all the same amenities that those other guys get, they realized, like, hey, Jeff would have a good argument here right. like, that he's not getting the same treatment. Mm. So they're like, just what in exchange, just whatever you want to put on your room, we'll take care of. Oh, that's cool. So I was like, oh, that's nice. So I had to order food. Nothing egregious. You know, like I'd forget swim trunks or something, and then I'd, like, get some broad, you know, buy some swim trunk, put yeah. it on the room. So I'm like, well, I'm in Asia, and I've always heard about these these massage parlors and the happy endings and stuff. So I'm at, I'm go to these hotels. I I'd, I'd schedule like a massage, 
you know? Yeah. And so the whole time I'm just thinking, all right, is it going to happen? Yeah. Like, what's that? I'm all turned on, you know? Yeah. Like leaning in to let them massage uh. me as I'm doing all this stuff. And then I, it's so funny because I didn't put it, I'm too dumb to realize these are the finest hotels. Right. right. Like, in the country. <laughs> this is not the kind of places that do. And even the masseuses are looking at me like, what? No, we yeah. don't do that yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a five star hotel, like in Japan. This isn't like, downtown LA yeah. either. It's rich. I didn't know. Yeah, My yeah. friend's like, you're an idiot. Like, yeah. when you go to the places that do that, like, you'll know right when you walk in. Not like a massage that's literally $500. Listen, while you're here, if you need advice, Spanish will take you. Know, yeah, I've still never, for sure. still never been to a place that does it. No, I used. It's funny. I used to go to a Japanese place because they would get up on the on the thing and hold onto the bars and walk on my back. Oh my god! And then and then Galvin's like, I go, but a couple of times I think she pinky swiped me on the way back, you know. And Galvin's like, you're not doing it right. You gotta <laughs> you gotta kind of open it up a little more. I go, I don't know. Like I I just almost wanted to see if they would try to do it. You know? Yeah. Do they write books about that kind of stuff? I don't know. I googled it, but there's yeah. a lot of a lot of misinformation there. That's yeah. That's the thing because that'd be like these kind of like uh, these subjects that right, like are right. like or even if you don't want to go do that stuff, that's a fascinating kind of world. My buddy Randy is like the my favorite human in the world, but he's a maniac uh-huh. and a liability to yeah. bring on the world. Every time I bring him, the owner's like, "Are you bringing Randy again?" <laughs> like I mean, like Randy's the most fun, the most. He's this guy from Queens and. Anytime someone asks him where he's from, I get, like, annoyed. Like, how dumb are you? Right. His voice, tell, yeah. his look, his club, everything about him is Queens. Yeah. And he treats the rest of the world like they're visiting him or something. <laughs> like. But anyways, uh, Randy, the first time he ever takes me to a strip club, he's like Mr. Strip Club. And he's like, I, they go, oh, we don't have any alcohol or, uh, you know, it's too late. You know, none of the girls are, you know, working or whatever. They're, they're wearing pasties or whatever. And Randy goes, F that, dude. Watch. I got us. And he takes us over to this area. He goes, this girl comes up. He goes, hey, listen, we need alcohol. We want drugs. I want that Puerto Rican right over there, <laughs> that chick right there, and you don't need to come back. And she just did it. Yeah. We yeah, had beer within Randy. no time. Randy had drugs, and he brought over <laughs> all the girls that within, like, the first – 60 seconds and i was like you should write like a book yeah. there should be like a thing about this because i'm kind of polite and like no, smiley yeah, yeah. and i i'd talk to the ugly girl for 30 minutes yeah. like oh do you like working here i'd be sober like you need uh, who's your best friend you need a best friend yeah randy yeah you need a randy i have a i have a pete pete's the yeah. guy that closes the deals and gets <laughs> yeah. things done yeah I'm telling you, it's so funny. You, you, you as as good as I am and as popular as I am, I need Pete to close a deal every oh, once in a while. Oh, for sure, yeah. dude. I'm like, I'm like, I like, I have a buddy named Andrew Slater. He's kind of mm. like, uh, like the Randy of this story. We're at this uh, game. We're watching the Green Bay Packers versus the Seahawks, and we're at this bar in L.A. And this guy sees us in our Seahawks jerseys, wearing a Green Bay. He goes, "You guys are going down?" And he's mm. like, "Oh God!" So he comes over and he's like, "You guys are going to lose." And I was going, "Oh, you know." We'll see. It'll be a good game. You know, I'm just being nice. And he's going, he's going, uh, oh, man, you guys, your your offense is like whatever. And like your D-line and you have got the injuries. And we're just doing this for about six minutes. And right. I'm going like, yeah, yeah. Finally, my buddy Andrew just turns to him and goes, hey, man, we don't want to talk to you at all. <laughs> <laughs> And the guy left, and I was like, "I was like, oh, you can do that. I you can't yeah, do it, but your friend. I would have talked to that idiot for a whole hour. I would have hated it. But it's just like he, there's some people that just can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't want to talk to you at all. It was amazing, and the guy just walked away. I was like, I would have sat here. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so funny, man. I always pride myself. I tell these guys all the time. I think my life's a lot better because at one point I just realized I could just tell people I don't want to talk to. Them. I don't want to be their oh, friend. I'm still because there's some people in there like, hey, and I go. Eh. 
No. Yeah. I just don't. I, I know who the dicks are. You know what just I mean? Just hit them with the nope. Yeah, nope. nope. Uh, but <laughs> like that. but uh, super nice to, like, listeners. I love, you know, listeners always like, I don't want to bother you. Never bother. Are you kidding yeah. me? You know how cool my kids are going to think I am one day because they see me taking pictures with people? I'd do that all goddamn day. I don't care Thank if I'm you. eating dinner or anything like that. But uh, And I learned that from Penn and Teller. Do you know Penn and Teller still all these years, they get off stage and they wait in the hall and they take pictures with everyone who's Didn't leaving. Didn't know that. Everyone who's leaving the theater. Since I, I saw them in high school when I was a kid in Broadway, yeah. and they did it. And then in Vegas, uh, I saw them twice. They get off stage, they thank you for coming, but then they walk out the front door. And then when you leave, they're standing there waiting, and they That's... shake hands and take pictures of everybody. And I said to him, I said to Pendulette one time, I go, that's got to be a pain in the ass after a while. And he goes... If you can't stop for two seconds and thank the people and be nice to the people that made you a millionaire and 100%. allow you to do what you do for a living, you're a complete asshole. And I was like, he's he's 100% right. It's also really valuable, like, just for not just life, but, like, what people talk about most is, like, because I live in Hollywood. They'll be like, oh, I saw Tobey Maguire. He was a jerk. Yeah. And I go, what do you mean he was a jerk? And they're like, well, he was with his daughter and his, his wife, and we went up to him. And, and like, I was like, well, yeah. you're the kind of the jerk, but also, like... If Toby Maguire would have just shook your hand and and then the story for the rest of your life is, oh, we saw Toby Maguire and he was, he was like, awesome. so, like that one experience is what people like kind of hold on to. Right, right, right. I mean, how many times are you gonna meet Penn and Teller? Like, <laughs> so like if it's good, you you share like it's it's so valuable. Do you know one of the most amazing things Spanish has ever done? I was telling a story on the air one time. I grew up a huge Yankee fan, and I said there was a guy named Roy Smalley who used to play for the Yankees for a while, and he was he was a total dick to me. We'd go after the game and we'd wait by the parking lot and try to get autographs as yeah. they're driving out. And Roy Smalley was a complete jerk. Spanish finds Roy Smalley, makes him call a show, and Roy Smalley apologizes for me. That's amazing. I was like, I was mad at you for 40 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly, I would like, I, I hate Roy Smalley now. I'm like, Roy Smalley's a great guy. What, uh, did he have a reason why he did it? Like, did he ever explain, like, I just hated autograph so hounds or he, something? So I remember what happened. He wouldn't sign, I mean, I was a little kid, I'd right. be like nine, 10 years old. He wouldn't sign for somebody else. It's a very, it's, they come out and there's a light. If they don't I, get stuck at the light. I used to be one of these sleuths like this. Right. Yeah, so, inter, or autograph guys. Somebody called him a dick and he thought it was me. And, uh, he wouldn't, he wouldn't sign for me because he, I guess, uh, they called him a dick and he was like mean to me. And I was like, I didn't do anything. I'm, just, and all these years I've just secretly hated Royce Mully because <laughs> of it. And then he calls and he goes, I can't imagine ever being mean to a kid or doing that but if i did i'm sorry and all, and I was oh, that's like, nice all is forgiven roy i love that. all is forgiven now i just hate toby mcguire have you heard my Derek jeter story no uh no i don't believe i don't remember Tell um me. so um we're at this bar in new york i i lived in new york two times okay and it was only for like a three-month period the second i was done with the project went right back to my place in la like Got i just it. i'm not a new york guy and um so we're at this bar and Derek Jeter's there and yeah. everyone's very aware that Derek Jeter's there. Sure. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's secretly taking pictures. Uh -huh. I mean, it's the talk of the bar. So he's over there. He's got these beautiful women with him and we're with, uh, with a friend. I'm not going to say her name. And then, um, my buddy, uh, Scotty and we're, we're all just drinking and having you a good were time. You're with a famous per person? No, she wasn't famous. Oh, okay. I just, for yeah, her, she fine. wouldn't want her name being yeah. talked about. And, um, so anyways, okay. A, <laughs> a guy comes over and goes, Hey, uh, Derek Jeter would like to, uh, you know, would like you to join him and we're like go 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 to the girl like, yeah to the girl that we're with and we're not really with her she's yeah, like just, just a friend and so then she goes over and we're like we're like we're so excited it's, it's like it's like he's drinking with us or something yeah, like we're yeah. across the bar just witnessing it 
So she uh, she gets a drink, and then Derek Jeter's kind of talking to her. And then all of a sudden, after like a few minutes, Derek Jeter turns his back to her and starts talking to a different girl. And so then she's just kind of looking at us like, you know, what do uh. I do? And so then we're like, I don't know. And so then after a little while, she's kind of sitting there drinking alone. Derek's still talking to these other girls. So then she just kind of comes back, and we're like, what happened? She goes, I don't know. He asked me a little bit about myself. I, I answered. I asked him a question. He answered. And then... He started talking to a different girl. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. All right, well, whatever. And she goes, he was really nice, you know? And I was like, yeah, that's all right. Well, so we forget about it. We're just drinking. Derek Jeter leaves. All of his ladies leave. And then when we want to check out, I close the tab. When, and we're walking outside, and, and a bartender like kind of chases her down and goes, hey, excuse me, you still have a tab open at the bar. <laughs> and she's like, what? And she goes, yeah, like, you had a drink at the bar. Uh-uh. She goes, yeah, I thought Derek Jeter was paying it. He didn't even buy the drink. <laughs> like, what a, that's such a, we know how much you make. You're like the mayor of New York and you that's can't pay for so a. so funny. You made her pay for a, I couldn't believe it. That's funny. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I wonder what, I wonder what he, she said that he didn't like. I don't think she said anything that he didn't like. He's just like kind of like I could have anybody, and you're nothing special. So my buddy uh, Anthony, I grew up with, who was a shorter little Italian guy. He uh, had he married the hot girl from my high school, nice. but not the hot prom queen, the one that was always hot, that was always quiet, but you knew she was the sexiest. He doesn't deserve her, and uh, they go to an autograph signing thing. Doesn't deserve her. Yeah, like she's way too hot for him. <laughs> We, we they go to an autograph signing thing and Jeter sends somebody out to oh, for sure. meet her and get her number and stuff and she's like uh, you know I'm I'm married no or whatever but Anthony when you're from New York and then happy he's like oh guess you tried to pick Donna up Derek Jeter has it for now yeah. it's like the greatest thing that's ever. his yeah like his like forever right. credit uh, yeah I mean she's smoking hot she's Jeter quality. Uh, but he was so happy. That's like me. If I found out I had cancer, I'd be very upset. If I found out I had Lou Gehrig's disease, I'd be like, hey, Lou Gehrig, hey, I'm the Iron Horse. The Iron Horse, man. Uh, you know what's funny is the most beautiful girl in our high school, she was like so famous to us. Like her name's Lindsay Palladay. Uh-huh. She was easily the most beautiful woman in our school hands down bar none like she was like untouchable right um she didn't date anyone she was like this gymnast she was also on the cheerleading team she was like kind to everyone yeah super beautiful like spanish like she was just i mean like a 20 out of 10 i've hooked up with famous people models beautiful women to this day like when i hear her name i'm like Lindsay pallet is gonna uh. come to the show like like she said uh, yeah. and so like uh like we ended up hanging out like years after high school like once i got on tv of course yeah and um that to this day it's still like i'm like starstruck by her More, it, <laughs> like, we were at like so dinner and funny. i'm like texting my friends i'm like i'm with Lindsay yeah. Pallet. <laughs> and they're like what you with Lindsay Pallet? i was like yeah and that... we know some of the famous women that you've yeah. made sweet love to and it is a it is a long distinguished line yeah like uh we like the company of beautiful ladies who doesn't you and leo yeah that's why you guys hit it off so well <laughs> Uh, go see Jeff Dye this weekend. He is at Vasani Comedy Theater in Port Charlotte. Uh, very funny guy. He's with his best friend, which means, ladies, there's a threesome opportunity there. Gets <laughs> weird. Have you, have you ever had a threesome with another guy? I've never even had a threesome. Why? Where do you? I think, um, I don't know how to set it up. And then two, I think what women like about me is that I'm not the that kind of guy. No, stop. if that makes sense. Let me tell you, you need that guy from Queens back here. He'll get you. Randy, oh, five, Randy's Randy, Randy, get you Randy's five got fivesomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That listen to me. You gotta. You can't get married until you've done that because then you're like I always tell my wife. My wife is pretty, and people, ladies, will text me and they'll be like, 
your wife's so hot. I would totally have a threesome with you and your wife. And I show it to my wife and I go, hey, this lady wants to have a threesome. My wife goes, oh, okay. Tell her I said, no, thank you. Like, she's very polite about it. And uh, and I go, well, you're holding us back. From yeah, so you're much. the one yeah. that they're interested most in, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for 100%. <laughs> so if you don't do it beforehand, you're never going to be able to make yeah. it work. What's wrong, Spanish? Is, oh, the hotline. Is Chris Jericho online? Mm-hmm. Now, you know you know Jericho? Uh, yeah, we. I mean, not very, very well, but I did yeah. his boat cruise. I'm a big fan. Oh, that's right. You were on the cruise. Yeah, and I'm a Carmen, big fan. Carmen, can you punch it up for me? Because I have no control over the thing here. Yep, no problem. Carmen? Yeah. Hello? There you go. Sorry. Can you punch up Jericho for me? I did. Oh, Jericho? Yeah. How you doing, pal? <laughs> I'm good. What's going on, man? Uh, we have uh, we have Jeff Dye in the studio who was on your uh, Jericho cruise that you never invite me on. What a nice uh, surprise. Well, you got to be multi-talented like Jeff Dye. <laughs> <laughs> I only possess one skill. That cruise was amazing, man. Yeah. Are you, it was such a great time, man. You had, you had a blast. We had a blast. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was. You're so talented and charming that we didn't even get off the boat. There was like a storm, and so nobody could do like any of the excursions. Oh, they or just stay on the boat, and no one cared. No. they were just like, "Dude, this isn't this the best cruise ever?" I was like, "We we could have done this just parked in San Diego." Yeah, no, like nobody goes on those cruises to go see uh, goddamn Mexico. It's like oh, when, yeah. you, when you dock in Mexico, it's like docking in Newark, New Jersey. It's a p- armpit that just serves uh, that has like two good bars and it's gross. They just want to go for the party. Yeah, they want to see Chris Jericho. He did a Q and A that was amazing. Anyways, you're the best. That's all I was saying. Now, I don't know which well, one I of you. Mean, it, I don't know which one of you bugs me more: funny, good-looking guy, or uh, super talented guy who's done. Every- Jericho, what is the one thing that you want to do that you haven't done yet? Um, you know, it, it's funny. I, I, before I was appearing on the Mike Calta show. <laughs> um, now that bucket list has been taken care of as well. Yeah, you're welcome. So, um, I don't really have a list of things. I just kind of go go with the flow and see kind of what goes on. You know, like I never said last year, like oh, I'm go- I want to be you know a giant pink dinosaur in a bride costume singing you know uh, 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 Billy Idol songs. But that's what I did on on the Masked Singer. So I think you just kind of go with the flow and um, interesting opportunities come up, and I'll, I'll do them if I think it's going to be cool and I think it's going to be fun. And then go from there. But I think, you know, growing up wanting to be a wrestler and growing up wanting to be in a rock and roll band, when I made both of those things kind of come true, then the rest of the stuff just kind of happens naturally. So um, I don't really have, like, yo, this, this, I, I must do this, I must do that. It's just more like, well, let's see what's interesting and see, see what I feel that comes up that I want to do. Yeah, I'll tell you, was it Brent, Brent Fitz that you grew up with? I did a couple Winnipeggers, man. Yeah, Brent is the uh, drummer for Slash. Yeah, so um, I'm, ta- I'm so talking. Yeah, to him, yeah. I'm talking to him. I'm talking him backstage one time, and he goes, "I said, hey, you grew up with Jericho?" And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "The funny thing about Jericho is he used to say." I'm going to get out of here, and I'm either going to be a rock star or a wrestler. And he goes, and who knew? He did both. And I go, yeah. But then now you have to add game show host. You have to add uh, best-selling author. You have to add um, uh, lemonade salesman. All, all the great things that Jericho has done over the years and excel that. Very proud of you, uh, Chris Jericho. Well, I always appreciate it, man. And you got to try my lemonade. Uh, it's very well to have a stand across the street, ten cents a glass. Uh, please return the glass when I'm done because I only have a few. <laughs> We're talking to Jericho because he's got a couple of things to promote. Uh, one of them is a show at Janice 
with his band Fozzie and uh, the band Ugly Kid Joe. That's that's a combo, right? The two of you guys playing together? Yeah, it's a, a, a tour that we decided to do that's just crazy enough to work. Um, they haven't toured the states in a while, and we have you know a, a lot of buzz and a lot of uh, a lot of momentum right now. So we thought we'd join up with them and kind of do a co-headlining tour. So um, we've been out for about a month. Um, I'm actually in. We played Atlanta last night, and we are headed to Fort Myers on Saturday, and then Sunday is Tampa at uh, Janet Landing, which is very cool. Great, great venue, as you know. We've been there many times. Uh, Fozzie's never played there before, so it's going to be a first for us on Sunday uh, in Tampa. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, I re- listen. I saw Ugly Kid Joe at the Rocket Club back in the day. It's we looked it up online. They're a full band from what they were back in the day. They had the uh, you know I hate everything about you song, but they also had a couple other songs that you may remember and not remember. And they do a great show live. That Woodfield Crane is a, a hell of a performer. Uh, and then of course, uh, if you have not seen Fozzie, I I love it because there is there was a time in the beginning when Jericho's band came out. You were like, all right, cool wrestling guy. They'll let him play on TV one time. Now you're looking at going on monster tours with these great bands around the world and Fozzie becoming a real band and, uh, you know, having, having great albums. I mean, you guys have no end in sight. And I love the fact that you don't, you don't get burnt out, man. I mean, between everything, you, between wrestling and playing, you don't get burnt out? Well, we've become a radio band, which is kind of cool. I mean, yeah. I never realized how important rock radio is until we started getting played on rock radio. We've got, I think, five consecutive top ten singles now. Uh, Judas went gold. We got a gold record on the wall from that tune, which in 2023 is pretty pretty impressive, pretty sure. cool. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of momentum for us, you know what I mean? And um, I think just what happened was we had to kind of work twice as hard to get people's respect solely because I'm in the band. How can a wrestler be a singer? Ah, the outrage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, and then after a while, you realize, like, well, who really cares? Every band has some kind of gimmick. Slipknot wears masks, and Kiss has makeup, and Fozzie has Jericho singing. But that only lasts as long as the sentence that I just said to you. After that, it's either good music or it's bad music. And I think uh, after this time, people know with Fozzie that it's good music. And I think... Um, the show is great. The live show is a blast. You know, it's a Van Halen 1981 rock and roll energetic performance. And we kind of have a reputation for that now uh, worldwide. So it's been really cool to see the growth of the band and to see all the uh, inroads we've made. Um, you know, and it's always great to play a hometown show, too. I mean, I, we, I think we played we played 98 Rock Fest a few times. We played uh, a couple of venues down in Ebor. I think, I can't remember what it was called. It made it shut down uh, during covid I can't remember what it was called, but yeah. anyways, it's always cool to be in, in Tampa and, and, and um, you know, a lot of momentum to take us into town. Yeah, Jericho's, I mean, the, the hometown guy. The Orpheum, yeah, the Orpheum moved, and uh, and now an opportunity. Look, if you, let's face it, I mean, I do a lot of events, too, but when you get into Janice and you're doing it there, and you can hold a couple of thousand people in the, in the courtyard and have a good night, I mean, that'll be great. I think you'll get a lot of fans of guys who uh, liked Ugly Kid Joe back in the day and uh, checking Fozzie out for the first time, and, of course, Fozzie with its with its followers i think it'll be a fun night to check out some good rock and roll live hey hey who's the one band i know you're a big metallica guy but is there any other band or any other people because people like you said oh they got a wrestler singing but there's got to be bands now that that you that you're like i can't believe that metallica respects us you know what i mean like there's got to be a band that you're like now that i've gotten their respect that that has to feel great well metallica's one i mean uh, lars sent me a picture of him listening to our song sane about a year ago, which was cool. 
Um, you know, I mean, we've been invited to tour with Kiss. We've toured with uh, in Nickelback. We had a great tour with, you know, Three Days Grace, those guys. Um, Veg Sevenfold. I mean, you know, a good band is a good band, dude. And I was just talking to Ronnie from Falling Into Reverse the other day, and he's a fan of Fozzie. And, you know, I mean, it's just it's mutual. I think good recognizes good. And you know the bands that have put in the time. You know the bands that can put on a great live show. You know the bands that connect can connect with an audience. Because that's the same... With, with, with wrestling or, or stand-up comedian, uh, comedy, Jeff will tell you, the number one rule is you have to connect with the fans. And if you can do that, uh, you'll always have a gig. If people are excited to see you and they, they're always um, you know, looking forward to, to seeing what you're going to be doing, uh, you'll always have a gig. So I think that's the number one thing is, is the connection yeah. that you have with the audience. Well, you'll be able to connect with, uh, with Fozzie and with Jericho and Sunday at Janice and also... Geo texted me yesterday, very excited in the afternoon, AEW finally having a Tampa show at the uh, Yingling Center. Which is hilarious, because I just found out yesterday, too. <laughs> I've been talking to uh, to our live events coordinator for months. You know, when are we having a show in, in Tampa? When are we having a show in Tampa? And finally, I just found out on social media, oh, my gosh, we're coming to Tampa, the Yingling Center, which we've been talking about for a while. I saw Fluffy there uh, last year. Great venue, perfect size for us. And I think the show is August 2nd, maybe, I think is when we're going to be coming to town. So um, yeah. you might have to back that up and check on that for me. Is that what it is? I, you know what, Gio, do you know what it is? We'll look uh, it yeah, up. It's, yeah, it's August 2nd. It's August 2nd, and tickets go on sale next Friday, uh, the 9th. Okay, good. We'll remind everybody next weekend. Yeah, I think that'll be huge for you guys. I think this is uh, thank, people thank are wrestling. Thank you for knowing more about Thank you, Joe, for knowing more about my company. <laughs> I got you, man. <laughs> I, uh, I, I this is something I don't believe. I remember you and I became uh, friends ish in uh, probably about nineteen ninety nine when you were at WCW, and uh, you know we've maintained a relationship this whole time. You've been to my house. Uh, we see each other at concerts. We're friendly with each other. Never been, never been, wasn't invited to the birthday party. Never been on the cruise. Jeff Dye's been on the goddamn cruise. I've never been on the cruise. Well, I was working. I, yeah, but I, I'm a worker. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a host. I oh, can yeah, do yeah. like, yeah, I'll host it. Nothing. And, and never been on the podcast. None of that. And then you have stupid Mo from our radio station <laughs> on your podcast to talk about his Bowie documentary that he half-assed pieced together with, with <laughs> video from YouTube. That just, that one really just burned my ass. That hurt my heart. <laughs> Well, you know what, though? You know what, though? I'm a huge fan of later years Bowie. Mm -hmm. So it was right up my alley. So if you make uh, a documentary about, you know, uh, a non-makeup kiss, for example, <laughs> we will have all that in that set. You know uh, what I mean? If, if, you, if you make uh, a documentary about, uh, you know, mm -hmm. about Ronnie James Dio uh, in Elf, for example, <laughs> 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 you uh, still make a documentary, my friend, okay. about some weird era of music, a kick-ass documentary, Canada's greatest heavy metal band that no one knows. So get your you get yourself together, make one of those documentaries, and I'll have you on the podcast. It's right. academic, fairly easy. It's on me, and I, I take the heat for that. Uh, I, and I like to bust Moe's balls. He did a good job with his documentary, and he loves David Bowie. Uh, <laughs> go see uh, Chris Jericho this Sunday with Ugly Kid Joe at Janice Live. Get your tickets now. It's one of those things that once people get wind of it, it automatically sells out. And then, of course, uh, check out AEW, as they will be at the Yingling Center in August. 
those tickets go on sale next Friday. And be looking for Mike Kelta's uh, documentary yep. on Thornley. Thornley is a good band for uh, Jericho. <laughs> well, also, if you like documentaries, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, oh yeah, that's Dark a Jericho. Jericho, what, what you made that right or produced it or directed it? What, what was your involvement no, on that? Yeah, I'm, I, I uh, am the narrator of it. I'm one of the executive producers of it. So, uh, season four just came out. I it's think, last so week. good, dude. It started uh, last week as well. So. Well, yeah. when you get when you get into when when you get into wrestlers' sex tapes, give me a call. I might be able to get on the podcast <laughs> on that. You might one. be the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can uh, talk about that too. Yeah, oh, I heard they're making a few. Uh, all right, brother. Great talking to you, and uh, good luck on Sunday with Ugly Kid Joe. And then we'll see you before the uh, before the AEW show. Sounds great. Thanks, man, and uh, good good talking to you, Jeff. Congratulations on everything to you too. Oh, thanks, brother. Good to, good to hear your voice. See you go. There you go. The great Chris Jericho. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I I got to tell you, I've seen Ugly Kid Joe before, and uh, I like them. They they play a good show live. I've seen Whitfield Crane with another band that he went and sang with. He's a good entertainer, and I think anybody that's from that era of hair band music and stuff will have a good time. He's in. Uh, he's the singer for uh, Kirk Hammett's uh, wedding band. Oh really? They, yeah, they do the wedding band thing and yeah. uh, do a bunch of different covers and stuff, and he sings with them. That's awesome. All right, and go see Jeff Die. Uh, he will, are there any girls on those Jericho Cruiser? Is just a bunch of old fat guys who like wrestling? <laughs> um, it's. The, so all the wrestlers' girlfriends were hot. <laughs> I feel you. Because, uh, you know, saying. cruise ships are already kind of tough with the, with, the, with the demographic of attractive people. We are going on Calta Cruise number 17 this nice. year. Nice. Yeah, so we do good. And you know what? I'm not inviting Chris Jericho until he comes up with some sort of documentary <laughs> or something. Uh, no, seriously, we do, uh, we do a great, fun cruise every year. Do you have comics on the cruise? Sometimes we do. So we, we didn't last year because... It sold so well, so quick. We were didn't like, need it. yeah, we don't yeah. need it. But I mean, the guy, so the f- first couple of years were Bert and Ralphie May. Jeez, that's... And, and I'd be like, hey, Ralphie, you know, like, I'm coming, bitch. I'm coming, you know. And then we didn't pay Ralphie a dime. Really? And then, and Bert's like, we'd be like, Bert, you were 100%, 100%. And they would come. And then that's later a in good the years, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby Kelly uh, has come. Um, yeah, it's mostly just guys that we're friends yeah, with, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and this year, I think we're going to do it again, even though it's it's selling well. And now it just it gets to the point where you're like, we should we should bring some more fun people with us. What do they do? Like like what is the the theme or whatever? Like what's so the? We have uh, it. You know, it's it, the whole boat is two thousand people, I believe that the, they take out twenty five hundred people, and a majority of those people are all our people. And we do two private parties, one in the beginning, one at the end. Then we do excursions together. But we hang out together every night. Like, it's a good opportunity for us to bond with our listeners who, you know, they want to have a fun vacation, but they all want to hang out with us. They want to play blackjack with us. So we're not, like, I I understand a lot of these, and I think rightfully so, but a lot of these cruises with bands on them and big names, they have sectioned off private areas where they go to where they could have downtime. Yes. We don't. We're in the mix of it the whole Correct. time. Yeah. We'll be at the pool every day. We'll be, we tell everybody after dinner, we'll be at the blackjack table and then the bar outside. And Love that's that. it. Yeah. Well, we want to hang. You know, we want to do stuff. Yeah. The wrestlers people. weren't great about that on the yeah. boat. And well, I think that, that I think that's what the people wanted. They thought, like, we'll be cruising with the wrestlers when really it was like, you're not going to be able to see many of the wrestlers. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't get that. Like, why? I don't know. They're getting paid to be there and they might as well do it. Like, Bert well, the Ralphie. wrestlers had to do it under contract of AEW. Right. Oh, so they okay, weren't necessarily getting paid to be there. Gotcha. And they were a little grumpy about the yeah. circumstances well, of that's that. that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, but like, the comics were out partying with everybody and uh, and some of the wrestlers, too. Like, the yeah. guns, like, uh, 
uh, badass Billy Gunn's sons yeah, are the yeah, tag yeah, team yeah, champions yeah. of AEW, and those guys are like living their gimmick. Yeah, they're out with the people and getting drunk, and like that was that was very very fun. That so, was Bert. Like Bert would come to my room at ten o'clock in the morning with the beer in his hand and be like, "Ready? Really? Let's go out to the, the pool." The greatest dude. Yeah, and even Ralphie. Ralphie was like, you didn't see much of Ralphie in the day, but at night he was out all night. No, that's great. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun time. Uh, it's always good to see you. Good Thank to see you, you both. Thanks for having the me. trip all the way yeah, down here. Anytime. Uh, go see Jeff Dye at Visani in uh, Port Charlotte this weekend and Jericho on Sunday at Janice. We'll take a break. Get some Mike Cal to show. This is 1025 The Bone. You're listening to Tampa Bay's most listened to morning show, The Mike Caltas Show on 1025 The Bone. And now, another bone traffic update from the Safe Touch Security Traffic Center. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S. based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.